Alright. Hey everybody, I'm Coast here. I'm just trying to uh, check in before the show to let you all know uh, why our uh, posting schedule has been so off. Now, we at Beautiful Losers, we're located in the Caribbean, we're in Puerto Rico. And right now we are going through some really tough times weather-wise. We have been hit by one hurricane that left us without electricity for a long time and just as we're recovering we're getting hit by another one i'm recording this minutes before um this next hurricane hurricane maria comes so it has been hard for us to um not only record but upload and just kind of deal with our our personal lives as well so Enjoy the episode. You know, this is a few weeks late, but please enjoy the episode. And if you can support the show in any way possible, any bit of money will help us. We're, uh, all our links are in the description. We have a GoFundMe where you can enter for a free, well, not a free, but a Funko Pop. It's a Funko Pop giveaway. And uh, also, we have a patron, a patron page, which uh, depending on the amount of money that you donate, um, is the amount of merchandise and benefits that we will give you for being amazing, beautiful losers. Alright, so, uh, without further ado, you know, here's the show. (laughs) Enjoy, everybody. Hello and welcome to Beautiful Losers, the comic book movie and TV news podcast. My name is Emkos and with me as always is my lovely partner, Iris. Who is very coffee-less today. We are all very coffee-less. We have not, we're getting coffee after this, which is yeah. a bit impractical, but we need it. We need the boost. We have yeah. class. We, um, we are switching our schedule around because of the fact that we, we started a, a new... We have a different schedule. Yeah, but we have a different schedule and we have different times and it actually works out better mm-hmm. now. So you guys are only going to get the best, well... Relatively the best quality yeah, from relatively. us. Yeah, relatively. Keep it relative. Okay? Yeah, exactly. It's all about perception. You know, it's like, it's the best that we can give you. It's exactly. not like, we're not Sarah Kane. We're not going to like, don't expect cereal, the podcast cereal from us. All I thought about was cereal, like the breakfast food. <sighs> I'm hungry. I, I am too. It's all right. okay. It's but yeah, sorry if we're kind of quiet because we got changed. Into a different, like, little study room for this. Because and the ones we normally use, we, oh, by the way, sorry that we had a week off, but I put it on the, the page, but if you haven't seen the page, um, Hurricane Irma just passed through like a week ago, and we were just kind of without power or anything. We were totally off the grid for about a week, and we're back this week, and apparently the rooms that we normally rent um, were flooded. Um, because mm-hmm. of the hurricane, so we're in a different room that is not as soundproof. It's very open. It's very open. We're, it's kind of like a cubicle. We're in the cubicle of like really, a work office. Yeah, and we don't really want to bother the people working here. So we're we are truly um, relying on the sensitivity of this microphone. Yeah, I boosted it up all the way to a hundred, and we're really close to the microphone too. So, so. let's just—it's gonna be like a lovely ASMR. <laughs> Also, right. I'm sick, so if I sound a bit like a fuck boy, that's why. Anyways, right, news. So, yeah, getting right into the news. It was actually news. a pretty be- busy news week. Every literally everything happened when I didn't have electricity. Yeah, it no, exactly. Pissed that's, me off. 
Yeah, no, that's how it happened. Uh, I was trying to keep up, like, obviously mm-hmm. making sure that my friends and family are alive and safe. Everyone's but, okay? Okay. But also looking into, like, comic book movie. <coughs> Thanks for that. Sorry. Comicbookmovie.com. I was looking at all the news. Mm-hmm. So one of the biggest uh, news stories that came out this week was that um, Star Wars 9 lost mm-hmm. the director, who was the director for... Colin Trevorrow. Colin Trevorrow. Director yeah, of Jurassic name. World. Yeah. Um, they kicked him out, or he left, or That's still whatever the reason was, because every movie is just losing directors, so whenever they're just like, we got a director, mm-hmm. don't, don't, don't get too excited. But exactly. But this time, they brought back the main man, J.J. Abrams. The OG. Yeah, um, obviously, he's Which was kind for, of the obvious choice, really. I mean, yeah, but I, w- I would have liked it if J.J. would have stayed from the beginning to the end, you know? If, right. If this whole, like, thing would have been a problem... From the beginning, you know, mm. you would have just kept J.J. Abrams do all three of them. Yeah, so we'll see how cohesive the trilogy is, but at the very least, we have the first and the last one. Like, he's opening and closing the trilogy, which seems, which seems appropriate in the yeah. very least. Yeah, um, so and yeah. we're going to get a, a different look at the Star Wars universe mm-hmm. with Ryan Johnson's uh, Last Jedi, which is coming out in December. Wait, and that's only what, like... Three months away? Yeah, we're. we're I like how close. we both looked at our non existent watches no, for I the have a date. Watch. Oh, you have a. That is. Wow, that's a watch. Yep. Can you go scuba diving with that shit? <laughs> I'm <laughs> scuba nerd. diving all the time. Anyways. Um, yeah, I know Ryan Johnson's giving us a new view at it because he's mm-hmm. like, it's going to be Star Wars, but darker. And I'm like, okay. Everything's, right. everything's the same, but darker. Everything's dark and gritty now. Okay, we're, we're sticking with it. Speaking of dark and gritty, Hellboy. Um, we got a new look at the Hellboy reboot. Yeah. It, it's just Hellboy. Yeah. It's the same. I'm not going to lie, it's the same thing, but it, I couldn't help but get same really thing, excited. Same thing, but darker and grittier. <laughs> darker and grittier than <laughs> Dark Horses. He's got a more defined like jawline. Well, I mean, yeah, it's Dan Harbour, you know? Yeah, exactly. But like Hellboy... Who, who, Dan Harbour is like... You look at him and you're like, wow, you are so ugly, but why am I attracted to you? Yeah, he's kind of like that dude from Riverdale that everyone keeps spawning over. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. KJ um, Appa. Yeah, yeah, he was... um. Archie. He plays Archie. Oh, okay, that Archie. That dude's weird looking. I thought you were talking about the guy Cole who plays Sprouse Jughead's is also dad. Cole, oh, no. Because he no. is a killer in the first Scream movie. Spoilers for the 1990s. <laughs> that he's the killer in the first Scream movie. And it's kind of like saying spoilers for Lord of the Rings, even though it's been out 100 years. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you you know, he's, he was really attractive back then, and I saw the series, and I'm like, wow, you're attractive. Even though you're kind of ugly and look like a deadbeat. Yeah, it's kind of like Benedict Humberbatch. It's kind of like, am I attracted to you, or do you, you look, look like a, just weird? You like, like you survived a, large, a burn attack. You're like, you look like a large a salamander. A burn attack. What the hell is a burn attack? <laughs> It's, a, it's when... You've, you've survived a fire. You no, know, a burn attack is when you guys are throwing sick disses at each other. Wow. You know? That's a burn track. It's like, yo mama. And it's like, whoa, you just got burned. <laughs> We're Next tired, bit okay? of news. Um, um, Daddy Vision. That yeah, was you. That was me. Uh, we get a new look at Paul Bettany from up-and-coming photographer... <laughs> Mark <laughs> um, Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo, who took a picture of Paul Bettany in full vision... Like garb during a break, and but also with the mocap dots. on Yeah, him. he had the mocap dots on. He had all the colors of of vision on him, and he had his normal Paul Bettany glasses on. And it was just it was. And he was like reading through his lines or something, and it was just hilarious because it's just, like it looked really funny. Such a normal thing. It reminded me of this comic called The Visions, 
where the vision... Vision's plural. Yeah, the vision's with plural, because vision creates a family to try to live a normal life. He just creates them. Yeah, he created a wife when they all, and, and children, and they have, like, their own individual, like, emotions. Like, they're not, like, Amazing. they're against their will. It's really nice, and it's a good story, and it's really... That's like, adorable. Up at, at a lot of points, but it reminded me of that, because he's, like, you know, dad, suburb, vision. Of, of adorable. He basically looked like a suburban mom that yeah. throws some really sick dad jokes. Some Anyways. Sick, some sick burns. Do you want to say that name? Uh, Andy Muschietti. Muschietti. Mm-hmm. Puschetti. Andy Puschetti. Andy Pasta. He's, no, I'm kidding. No, he's Andy Puschetti. Andy Puschetti, is, as we know, is the... Director of the Hit movie, which I'd turn, we're going to talk about later. Mm-hmm. It. He did It. The movie It. And yes, he did It. He did it, and he did it. He's already talking about uh, the next movie, the It Chapter 2. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's talking about getting Jessica Chastain to play the, well, the only female character of the group, Bev. Beverly. Beverly. Yes, so I'm totally on board with this because I'm just, I'm this... The expectations are high because we're going to get into it, but it was quality. No, it was amazing. And what, what kind of worries me about the second one is that you're going to have, you know, you had a, a bunch of nobody kid mm-hmm. actors because in, in reality... Except for um, the yeah. kid who's from Stranger Things. Exactly, because like it's really hard to be somebody when you're a kid actor, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're going to get a kid actor and you're like, whoa, unless you're from Stranger, some Stranger Things. Exactly. You know? But now you have a big name like Jessica Chastain, and that's going to bring up the expectations for mm-hmm. everybody. For the next one, so you know you you can't have like huge, star-studded cast, but then again you can't also just have Jessica Chastain because then exactly she'd be Jessica the, Chastain with a bunch of unknown actors, then everyone will have their attention on her. Exactly, because and then that would just make it the Beverly movie. You exactly. Know? So hopefully um, they get a good cast, they focus on the story, and just make a, a movie that had. The production quality, the writing, the just everything that went into the heart and soul that went into chapter one, hopefully that will carry on into chapter two. So moving on before we get into that, because we're going to get pretty yeah. in-depth. Um. <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt, or as, I, or as I have him, Jogo Lev. Because why not? Because I'm not going to write Joseph Gordon-Levitt. On a whiteboard. On the entire whiteboard. Then we have no space for any other news. Uh-huh. Apparently he was confirmed, and I didn't read the whole... Story because you're a journalist. Yeah, because I'm a professional journalist. Mm-hmm. Ryan Johnson confirmed that he's going to be in the Last Jedi. As what? I don't know. To be determined. As what? I don't care. He's just going to be Robin, but with like a hood. I feel like he's going to be. Is he the Last Jedi? He is the Last Jedi. Oh my god. And then he's going. Although go... my theory is it's Jedi is plural because when I mean, have you heard also, yeah. someone say Jedi's? No, of course. Or but then I feel like he's going to go. <laughs> Jedi. He's going to go to a. To like the DMV or whatever, and then he, they're gonna show up. He's gonna show up like randomly, and I'm he's gonna Skywalker. be like, "Oh, he's gonna be like, they're gonna be like, oh, you should use your middle name more often. What is it, Jedi? You know, like the end of Dark Knight Rises. It's gonna be some dumb bullshit like that. It's like, Rude. what's your? It's like, oh, you should use your middle name more often. I like it. Oh, thank you. He's like, yeah, have a good day, Darth Vader. <laughs> I bet you that's how Kylo Ren got his name. It's like, oh, you should use your middle name. Lo. <laughs> Kylo. Oh, no. I'm so tired. We're Anyways. very tired. Uh, so, yeah, expect uh, Jogolev, Joseph Gordon-Levitt in The Last Jedi. Why? We don't know. We'll find out. Do- find <laughs> Celebrities, out the- do they know things? <laughs> Let's find out. 
Oh, God. Anyways. Oh, this is my bit of news. Yeah, this I'm is great. This. this was... Oh, you have the visual already. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen, but um, a while ago, a few months ago, it was an iconic meme that the Babadook became an LGBT icon. If you don't know this, now you know. Um, Babadook, LGBT icon. And now, apparently, Pennywise is up on the LGBT icon squad, and people are shipping Penny Duke. Apparently, mm-hmm. Pennywise is in a long-term re- relationship with Babadook, and they're both LGBT icons. Hmm. How do you feel? I don't like that at all. <laughs> you know, I'm not a fan of fan fiction at all. Oh, and then when you bring God. a thing that I legitimately hate <laughs> to a thing that I somewhat enjoyed, don't do that to me. Basically, that's that's how everyone feels. Also, don't, don't piss on I my think conflicts. it's hilarious, and I cannot wait for the memes coming up. Don't piss Anyways. in my cornflakes. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's that's Who's, a term. That's a term. Yeah. Where? It's just it's a term. You know, like the Babadook. Who's been pissing in your cereal? <laughs> the Babadook is my cornflakes, and then Pennywise is the piss. Don't piss in my cornflakes, please. Why do you enjoy Babadook and not Pennywise? Because Babadook's not a clown. I'm afraid of clowns. My fear is clowns. And where do you think that fear stems from? We're not doing this. On, <laughs> we're not doing this on the air. <laughs> All right, next bit of news. We got the Asian Daniel Day-Lewis. Was Kidding. that racist? Probably. Yeah. No, it, it's just he misread. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw Daniel Day, and I'm like, that's not how you spell Day. That's Daniel Day-Lewis. And then I see an Asian man, I'm like, oh, it's Daniel Day-Kim. Yeah, he, that's what happens when you read and skim and not read slowly and properly. I'm a journalist, Anyways, I swear. <laughs> Daniel Day-Kim um, got cast for Hellboy. I don't remember the name of the character, but it's the character. I don't remember tired man um it's the character that ed scrine um had originally and you know the whole thing i think it was the last episode we said this um ed scrine had signed off because it was literally whitewashing this character um of what was it japanese um it's origins a- it's asian american asian american like it's so. very specific to asian america he's mm-hmm. playing major uh ben Dime- daimio Ben Damio. There you go. So now we have they. We actually got a person of color cast for this role. So it took it took some push and shove, but they did it, and yeah. we're very glad. And he actually said like thank you mm-hmm. to to Ed Scrine, Ed Scrine, whatever your name is, mm-hmm. for the opportunity. Francis said thank you for that. Like you did something that nobody else would do, and mm-hmm. then also like some Hollywood. Uh, some Hollywood executives were like trying to justify all the Asian white, wa- like all the whitewashing mm. that they're doing oh, against God. Asian characters. And, like it's just that Asian people aren't expressive enough, you know. And then they tried <sighs> using, they tried using like Ghost in the Shell, like oh yeah, we got a big name like Scarlett Johansson. When half the movie, she's just with the same resting bitch face. L- legit. She, it was she was the same character that she was in Lucy. But basically, um, their excu- their reason was, oh yeah, it's so difficult to cast Asian actors because they're not expressive enough. Like what their the face fuck? isn't expressive. I'm just like, what do you mean by you know your face isn't expressive? Everyone has the same facial no, but construct. This, what this created was a great Twitter storm about of just a lot of Asian people expressing themselves so beautifully the salt was everywhere it, it was, was great um so yeah if you want to go on twitter and check that out i yeah, highly check. recommend yes uh luke cage won an emmy i forgot yeah what. but not it's, it was like a, a pre-emmy yeah it was i mean it's still an emmy you know it's still, it's, an, it's emmy. still an award and it's still uh 
an honor for mm-hmm. a, for a superhero it, show like that. It's to a be. good acknowledgement. Yeah, Luke Cage it got for what, what was it for outstanding stunt coordination, which is amazing when you look back and think that that movie was the that whole series was just kind of him getting shot and then throwing people. I honestly love it because. Anyone could have won except for the immortal Iron Fist. Yeah, for original stunt, outstanding stunt coordination. Like I think this is just a funny way of the universe saying, "Ha!" You know what's funny? Uh, I think we mentioned it before, but Iron Fist, like the whole training that went into that, Mm -hmm. it was 15 minutes before shooting. He'd learn the like they'd give him the choreography. Not that he'd learn it. They'd be like, "All right, this is what you're gonna do in this scene," and he'd be like, Mm -hmm. "Okay." So cool. he never had training. He never had proper training to really dive into that role. But yeah, yeah. Really. hopefully with time he'll learn. Anyways, next little bit. Um, uh, there's a there was an <laughs> there's a new trailer for Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, first it was like off. a teaser trailer, or whatever, and it was, it was really good. Beautiful. I'm excited. It really just kind of renews the hype for the movie because they're not just releasing the same trailer over yeah, and over. Yeah. No, again. and the thing is, every time something comes out, it gives you a different feel for it. Like we got mm-hmm. these new motion posters. Of, like, you got the characters and their respective color mm-hmm. shot behind them with dust, you know? It's really cool looking. And then you have another one that's 80s, like, yeah, techno-looking. It's, it's very... It, their aesthetic is on point. Forgive me for saying that Instagram yeah. caption. But um, in the ne- in the, the last trailer, the teaser trailer that came out, uh, Hela asks Thor, like, oh, and what's the name of your little group? You know, because he pulls together a ragtag team of mm-hmm. people... And he was like, Hulk. including Hulk. He was like, "What's the name of your your little team?" And he looks at the Hulk and goes, "Like we're uh, we're the Revengers." Sure. <laughs> and so naturally, I was just like, "Is this a jab at the new Vindicators?" That's yeah, Vindicators. From, <laughs> you guys don't watch Rick and Morty. If you watch Rick and Morty, you know the the, the Vindicators. So I guess that would make Loki Perfect noob sense. noob. Oh my Loki god! Is noob. <laughs> That's I like that. I like that a lot. Okay, so the Jake. Congratulations to Patty Jenkins because she finally is confirmed for directing the Wonder Woman sequel. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we already know she was gonna direct, but why wouldn't you? Exactly. Like, how could you drop a director that's literally made your the f- most successful film in your entire franchise? Exactly. No, that'd be the stupidest move. Other like, than other than she releasing. was on Wonder Woman has been on the top in global box offices until just last week. Like Spider Man just passed Wonder Woman, and Wonder Woman's been out for like months. Months. Well, Anyways. Wonder Woman has been out for as long as we have, so that's cool to know, by the way. Because our remember our first episode was. Wonder I'm just Woman? staring at him. <laughs> Uh, oh, no, God. It, it, honestly, getting like, mm. taking Patty Jenkins out would have been the biggest mistake oh, absolutely. that they've made since, and that's since the bringing thing. in They're capable Jared of pulling that bullshit. They are capable of just being like, oh, okay, so we can just bring Zack Snyder in and make it better. No. No. Absolutely like, not. Like, like I said, it was like, that would have been the biggest mistake, second only to bringing Jared Leto into your universe. Which Speaking bring, of Jared which, Leto. Uh, he's up to his wacky antics bullshit With again. "Quote unquote method acting." She's doing air bunnies. Air bunnies. I like them. Air, I like to call Isn't them. Isn't that air an bunnies. Energizer like commercial? I, air probably. Bunnies. It's the the new Go Jordans. On. Anyway, Go on. Uh, first of all, I'm an actor. I know what method acting is. This is not. This is bullshit. <laughs> you know. These are gazebos. <laughs> yeah, this is. It's a gazebo. It's, uh, you get. You know, uh, for Blade Runner. You know, for the new Blade Runner movie, they cast Jared Leto because, you know, he's an actor, mm-hmm. and, you know, he's whatever. He's in an Oscar 
you know, award, Academy Award winning actor. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, exactly. And they cast him as this blind character, and they say, "Hey, let's bring in an actor who can see, just because it's easier for us to do, you know, whatever we have to Film. do. It's it's just so much easier. You know, we don't have to print out scripts in Braille for mm-hmm. for him to read, and it works out for everybody. But no, Jared Leto has to go and be an asshole. Yep. And buy special contact lenses that renders him blind. Yep. So at least a blind actor would be able to move around. Mm-hmm. You know, he needs like he he has he hired someone from the crew to drag him around everywhere because he can't see. This is dumbass. Like what the fuck? Like <laughs> I, if I, I'm, I'm this is serious. a very sweary episode because honestly, uh, why? Yeah, no, I, I curse a lot. It's been a Listen, while. Listen, I'm just. How does it occur to him that this is the way to go for this role? I don't even know, it's just, man. It's just, it's extra is what it is. It is so extra and much, unnecessary. You know? and, and he's going to keep doing it if directors keep putting up with it. This is the problem. He's like a little child star. He's, yeah. he, he is just a spoiled brat in that sense. And if that if that statement of Jared Leto being a spoiled brat causes controversy... I don't care. Ben, we're, we're finally that gritty podcast that's pushing the boundaries. Clearly. Your Any publicity fa- is good publicity, kids. Exactly. That's how we have our president. We uh, Oh, my God. So bad. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I, I that's a, our segue. That's our, yeah, that's our segue <laughs> into the topic. We uh, Our topic last week was supposed to be the Inhumans that came out um, that was last in IMAX. Theme, yeah. But because we got hit by a hurricane, we didn't have any technology, and we mm-hmm. were dying here. Thank you. Send money, please. I'll get to that at the end of the show. <laughs> um, we had to push it. We had to push it off for a week. Mm-hmm. So here we're we are. We're just gonna do a quick recap because it's, honestly, it was just two episodes. We're gonna go. Yeah, we're gonna go full spoilers here. Yeah, obviously. Like the show hasn't come out yet, but who cares enough? It's honestly. It, if it you was, guys don't want to hear it, then skip ahead we'll now. S- yeah, we're gonna timestamp this. And um, now, Inhumans, underwhelming. Very underwhelming. Like <laughs> To be expected? Yeah. All the budget went into that title sequence where it was Legit. just like, we're running, but in slow motion. We're stepping in mud, and the mud is splashing in Every slow motion. Every single bit of footage was slow motion it, in the honestly, intro. It felt, it felt like it was a whole like 30-minute thing, and it turned out it was just like five minutes of that. It was agonizingly slow. It was literally agonizingly slow. It was just bad. Like, I gave it, uh, just from the get-go, I gave it a loser. It was a loser. It was a I loser. W- I'm still going to continue watching episodes because i already seen two, so I'm invested. Because, no, yeah, we, we saw it in IMAX, by the way. We saw it in the IMAX. We saw the first two episodes. I'm going to have to wait for till the end of the month for the episodes mm-hmm. to come out. And then I'll form my opinion <laughs> more after the second, like, a third or fourth episode. Yeah. You know, and if I if I'm on the fourth episode and I think it's not worth it, I'm just gonna cut exactly. it off because it's a mini series. I think it's like eight episodes, maybe. Exactly. So if like halfway through it doesn't pick up and become compelling, then absolutely not. The only thing I was like kind of surprised with and kind of liked was Medusa. Yeah, Medusa. And then what bothered me about that was that it was clearly a budget thing. Oh yeah. There's a scene. Like it's it's a big part of the yeah the plot. it's like this whole emotion they turn it into this whole emotional like uh, climax yeah she gets she gets shaved like her head she gets her hair shaved off which is uh-huh. like her main weapon uh-huh. and you know it's this big dramatic scene and you can clearly tell it's because they don't want to spend more money on oh, CGI, CGI for the hair 
You know, they're like because the CGI for the hair did improve. It was good. It was decent for an ABC show. It was honestly probably one of my favorite parts, other than the scenes that eh. she did have with the hair. They were cool. They were neat. But the rest of it, Lockjaw. Then again, here's we remember we were talking about that we were expecting them to be very dependent on Lockjaw. Not even. They weren't even just, on that. Like they didn't even do a good job with Lockjaw because Lock. They made him like he's a dog. Yeah, but mm-hmm. in the comics, he's an intelligent dog. Yeah, they just you know, made him just made a him, puppy that takes orders. Yeah, they made him kind of an, kind of an idiot because it's like, oh, take him to Earth. Cool, take him to Earth. And the specific order was like, take this character to that other character you took to Earth. Mm-hmm. And it's like, nope, I'm just going to drop you on the other side of the island. Legit. Like, and then it's... Can we talk about the, the face wall man for a second? That was Yeah, confusing. that was weird. That was like friggin' Pocahontas. Like, I didn't like that. It was weird. It was uncomfortable. The portal man. The portal man. It's like, what part of his body did you just walk into? It was literally, like, context. Was he, was he born like this? He's clearly an inhuman, but was he like... Yeah, is that... Did he go through... Because these inhumans go through this um, transformation thing, whatever. Because the terogenesis. Terogenesis. And... Imagine him going in and then just coming out as a wall. Yeah, and that makes because me he's wonder. literally embedded into a wall. That makes me wonder. Like, did he just touch a wall and it gets sucked into it, or did and he he's like just stuck there? Or did he just turn into the a wall? Keeper for portals. Yeah, did he like turn into a wall and then they have to change the whole Terragenesis room because now there's a giant wall, man, that they can't move. Just, I don't know. We got really in depth into this, but anyways. But in conclusion, Inhumans was just. It was it was a it was um, I dare I say a shit show. It was it truly just... was. Oh, and the character who used to play I forget the actor's name, but the the guy who used to play Ramsey Bolton, he he's a good actor. He is a great actor. He always plays a good bad guy. Here it was terrible because a his script wasn't that great. B he's trying to cover his accent not well. And it was, it did not, it just, he focused so much on covering the accent that it just made him a bit robotic and a bit awkward. I feel like it would have even been better if you had just made everybody else kind of copy his accent. Exactly. Or, I mean, or make everybody talk like him trying to cover up his accent. Mm Because then it's like, you can have the excuse like, oh, this is our, this is us speaking moon English. Exactly. We have an accent. Because we've been here for, we've been here for centuries. No, no, no. Everyone's just American. And then this dude is just. Trying to fit in. It's just the hi guys. It's or just nice. have honestly, even just have them with the accents. Just ha- come up with some kind of freaking backstory mm-hmm. to justify it. Some bullshit. He they sent him off to a boarding school. Maybe he's so invested in Earth because they sent him out to Earth because exactly. he had no powers. You know. I don't know. There was a lot. Of, there were a lot of things that could have been improved with that, and that leaves us with this week's theme. Oh, great. Oh, so thanks to you guys. It was also my fault. I chose this. This is your own fault. You chose this. You put yourself through this. And I honestly got worried for you at one point. I uh, Because I promised you guys that I would see It. I am a man of my word. Mm-hmm. So I did exactly that. I went to see It. Not only did we go to see It, we saw it in like the extreme theater thing. It's, yeah, it's kind of like a small surround. scale. Think IMAX, but a little smaller scale. Exactly, but it does have like the, the fancy surround sound. Yeah, it's got like 85 like speakers, speakers around. and one goes directly in your anus and it's just, it's a Yeah, of, yeah, it's like, a whole thing. That's how extreme it goes. You have exactly, to sign a waiver. Exactly, it's a whole thing. Um, and because it's surround sound in the beginning, you could immediately hear like the children laughing from one side of the room going to another yeah, side of the room and this was... whole thing and it, immediately I saw his face just go very I serious. Saw, I saw the WB's logo and I just said 
shit. <laughs> it just got very real. Like, I, as soon as the WB logo came out, I go to my partner and I grab her hand. And I just said, okay. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> you know, I was very concerned. Uh, no spoilers. Shit, we should have marked it down. Oh, yeah, no spoilers here. We should have marked that down. Anyway. That's not really a spoiler. No, no, I mean, the no spoilers. For like, humans? for me to edit this. Mark here. Inhumans. Spoilers done. All right, so, yeah. We're marking it here. Crap, it. It. I'm not going back to the whole thing. I'm just going to put the mark here anyway. Anyways, it. Um, basically, non-spoiler. It was yeah. a beautiful movie. It was beautiful, and I'm saying that knowing that I haven't slept well the past few days, you know? With all consider, with all that considered, it, you still enjoyed no, the movie. No, I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. Like, if you you could have changed the aspect, like, if, if you had said, hey, it isn't a clown, it is a large turkey, <laughs> the movie would have still been just as terrifying. Because, you know, it's still a ridiculous concept, you know? It's still a ridiculous concept. It's like, oh, it's a killer clown, oh, it's a killer turkey, you know? It's... The we all gobble down here. Yeah. Gobble, gobble, gobble. The oh, movie God. still would have been exactly as terrifying. You know, it would have been just as creepy, just mm-hmm. as well made. It was just the concept. Yeah, it was just the, the only thing that messed with me a lot was the concept of Pennywise being a clown. Exactly. An interdimensional so, yeah. Despite clown. his phobia. No, of course. He enjoyed the movie. It was basically like, it was honestly a Stranger Things meets... Stephen King. That's it was basically Stranger it. Stranger Things meets it and then throws away Stranger Things because it was just it. <laughs> it was just it. But, like, for the people that haven't seen the original movie or just are getting into it now, yeah. uh, I kind of related it to Stranger Things. Not only because one of the child actors is the actor from Stranger Things and he did great. That was fantastic. No, yeah, no. You're, it's also, you're getting this movie. You're getting it's this a coming horror. of age story. Yeah, you're getting this horror story, but from the point of view of children. Exactly. And it's really great because you get to see it's not just... What I loved about it was it was a horror film that didn't rely on jump scares. It did not rely on jump scares. It was not a cheap trick film. It was a film with writing, with dialogue. It had heart. It was a coming-of-age story, but with emo- it was scary, not because of jump scares, but scary because of the emotional and psychological thriller aspect yeah. of it. It messes with it also, you. It makes it, exactly, it makes it really relatable, just the concept of, mm-hmm. you know, this this shouldn't be a spoiler, it's in the book, you know. Yeah. It has, it can take the form of whatever you're scared of the most. Yeah, which and is it, honestly not, it, it, nowadays it's, blah, 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 blah. it's not original. No, exactly. And nowadays a lot of a lot of people have done it, it's like, oh yeah, this creature takes the form of whatever you're exactly, most afraid but then, of. But then you're sitting there watching and you're thinking, if this shit happened to me, what would I, I would see? see this thing, you know? Some people wouldn't know, some people... Exactly, and that's... that's. It, it's just that horrifying concept that it's like, it could happen to anyone. It relies on being very deeply unsettling. That's the horror movie aspect of it. And Does it have jump scares? Absolutely. Does it rely on them? No. Which no. is fantastic. And also, it's just this, um... This 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 whole concept that you know Pennywise didn't just rock up and say mm, these group of friends they have this emotional turmoil going about them I'm gonna no he just mm-hmm. attacks anyone anyone any child mm-hmm. you know it just so He's happened just that he was going after, it just so happened that he was going after this group of kids exactly you know he's like I'm, I want these ones oh they're friends perfect and it's very you know predator versus prey in the sense that this is a creature that can project the prey's fear. 
he's having to follow these kids and go into their deep personal lives to see what unsettles, see what scares them. And you can see a lot of these kids, not all of them, but a lot of these kids have legitimate real life fears of things that are even scarier than the clown itself. No, ex- exactly. And you have, like, you know, there would there'd be things that the kids would see and you're like, oh, wow, that's scary. But then you think about it and you're like, this thing is actually just trying to scare him. Mm-hmm. So this is doing the job right. You know, cause, exactly. Because then Pennywise, I don't know, like, just as an example, Pennywise will chase after a kid. Mm-hmm. And you're like, he's, gonna, he's trying to kill him. But he's literally just trying to scare him. Also, speaking of which, um, still non-spoiler, but the movie itself, it doesn't, it's not like a typical horror movie where half of the movie is just build up to finally see the entity. It's just, no, it's- it from shit hits the, the fan from the beginning you know? from the beginning this, okay. and you are compelled this isn't all a, the this way isn't through a, this isn't a spoiler it's the, in the trailer that thing that whole thing with Georgie yeah the whole sewer like, scene that whole sewer scene is yeah. the first five minutes of the movie exactly so like you already know what you're getting into but you know it. I like it because it gets to the point it's a two hour and fifteen minute movie don't get me wrong it is a very long movie and you can tell this is this stretches out but it doesn't have filler no, it's like every second... It's just second, very detailed. Every second of this movie is 100% necessary to the story, mm-hmm. even if we don't really notice it from the get-go. Exactly. Everything ties together eventually, and there's very few plot holes that are just kind of... Just little quirks that we kind of point out and make jokes of, uh, which we'll discuss in the spoiler review. But all in all, it's a great film. If you don't like horror movies i i recommend this one if you're not a fan of the horror genre because you're not a fan of like these jump scares or just you think they're kind of crappy i recommend this film but if you feel like if you think oh i'm gonna go see it because a horror movie that's not scary that's not true you will be frightened if you don't have a problem with getting scared if you like getting scared you don't like the fact that no horror movie has a good plot anymore Mm -hmm. you know this movie has amazing plot and i want to i just want to be clear really quick this movie was not a remake of the original 90s no, one. No, this was an adaptation not. of the book, which made it one, like a completely different thing. Obviously, it has its nods and winks at the old one, mm-hmm. but it's so it's near faithful, like near perfect to the book. Mm-hmm. You know, which is a lot. A lot. A lot of movies can't say that, and you can't obviously, you know, have a movie that's 100. percent you know, word for word, the book. Exactly. Because the book is very long. You're not going to sit there for three hours, you know, watching a book that's straight page to screen. They have to adapt no, it. Exactly. And even then, they did such an incredible job that it was very faithful. No, exactly. And obviously you have to change some things around because mm-hmm. Stephen King wrote this book while he was on cocaine. <laughs> so there are some things that are not okay. apt. Yeah, exactly suitable for a t- for a movie like mm-hmm. in, it's a rated R movie it, it's, anyway. It's rated R, but but like in the original movie, they they call the Jewish kid a Jew so often. Yeah, there's a lot you know, of you know they adapted it to today's social like, climate. There's obviously there's the the hints of racism that's from the book, mm-hmm. you know, towards the African American character and yeah, and all that. But it's not like you know they're just like look at this n word, look at this n word, and it's like oh look at that guy, he's a he's a derogatory word for a homosexual, and it's mm-hmm. you know it. It's very, it it's shows the problem, but stays. I hate the word PC, but it stays PC. You mm-hmm. know? Because they remember they have a general audience. This isn't the eighties anymore. We can't just be throwing around these derogatory words 
without if you're gonna do it it has to be with meaning because if you're gonna show a movie saying hey this is what happens and you have to try and stop that or try and improve but if you're just using it because that was just what was in the times yeah then no no, we've moved past that hopefully yeah and the only reason why you'd use derogatory terms like that in a movie would be specifically to get you to hate a character exactly like it doesn't matter who you are but if you see a white guy calling a black person the n-word in a movie Mm. you hate that guy absolutely you know there's there's no unless you're a horrible person there's no moment in your head Mm. that you go huh i sympathize with him like you saw the whole thing that's going on with pewdiepie right now yeah, I saw that. I was just like, it's it's BS. And the on, worst man. part about it is that I have people had people on my Facebook that were defending him. You know, like there's no must, case where I... it's okay for a white person to say the N word. Exactly. There's absolutely no case. And he said it specifically trying to insult him, insult the the other guy. Mm-hmm. You know, and then he's just like, oh, I'm sorry. And then you have white people on my Facebook feed going. You know, I think it's okay. You know, it just kind of slipped. Why is it okay for black people? Is it because uh, black people can say This is it? an entire thing, guys. Just, you know, PewDiePie is a controversial person anyway. Like, no, it honestly already, did not surprise no, me no, that he, he already he slipped like this. He already made a bad, like, reference to, towards Jews. Oh, God. I you stopped know? watching PewDiePie a so long was, time ago. That was just a bad move. Like, I don't get... Why, that's actually why Disney was like, hey, we're not giving you money anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sponsored he's by just... Disney. He's kind of just going down that rabbit hole, but so we got kind of sidetracked there. Side-tracked. But anyways. But that's, that's just what I'm trying to say. This movie mm-hmm. was... Uh, it, it was it, adapted not only to the book, but, but also to, to the times. times. You know, and that's kind of what made it mm-hmm. amazing because you're pulling in everybody. Like, it was, every group of people wants to go see it. Exactly. It really caters to a, a wide, wider general audience. And I think it's great. I just, I've already seen it twice now. <laughs> no, no, I saw it the once and I'm good. And no, honestly, I would see it again. No, like, I'm, I'm going to wait a, a while because I don't like seeing movies um, repeatedly so often because I'm just like, I get bored. But I'm going to wait a while, probably for Halloween, watch it again and just enjoy it because I genuinely enjoy it. And a lot of people are saying, um, I heard some people were hating on the movie because they said it wasn't scary and that it was a comedy. It's not the point, okay? okay? They're so used to the horror film genre, depending on jump scares. You know, they're so used to having so many paranormal activities that they don't realize that a genre is not locked down tight with super glue. You can explore. You can mm-hmm. mix different things. No, exactly. Just because it, it was something a little bit more lighthearted in some moments yeah. doesn't make it bad. And the thing is, like, the, the comedy aspect is that you have these children. These are real children, you know? That curse and swear these, and like, have problems. Like, I remember. Like, I remember. I'm confessing here because I don't know if my mom listens to this podcast, <laughs> but maybe she does. I'm confessing here. When I was younger, you know, I was that age, I was like, 9, 10, 11 years old, I remember myself like with my group of friends and we'd curse to feel, you know, like big kids, you know? Mm-hmm, and like then we'd, we'd, we'd make jokes that we never even understood to insult mm-hmm. each other and we'd all, you know, it, it'd be that whole thing that we, as kids and then once we're around our parents, we're like, no, 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 no don't do that. We're, we we're are angels. Kids. And that's exactly what the movie does. It shows these kids as mm-hmm. kids. Another it's not th- censored. Exactly. And there's another thing that I want to say. These kids acted amazingly. Oh, I yeah. Saw an they were fantastic. I saw an interview with Bill Skarsgård. Skarsgård. Bill Skarsgård. I'm sorry to all our Swedish listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where he was talking about how he never did a scene with the kids. The only scene that he did with the kids was the one where... I can't spoil it. But there's a, there's a scene where they're both in the same shot. 
Mm-hmm. You know, throughout the entire thing, throughout the entire movie, you'll you'll notice that it's like a shot of the kids and then a shot of the clown. Mm-hmm. You see you that know? in a trailer. So as the well, kids. Sure. So the kids didn't ever see Pennywise the clown until one crucial moment where you can feel. Exactly. They that wanted the kids to keep, saw the clown. Exactly. They wanted to keep that actual scare. Like they don't want to fake that emotion, I, I think which with, is pretty smart on the director's yeah. part. I think with that we can just kind of slip into. Yeah, but all in all, spoilers. beautiful movie. A beautiful movie. Go watch uh, it. I'm gonna mark it here. Yeah. There you go. This is where we're gonna dip spoilers. into spoilers. So first of all, that scene that I was talking. Okay. The first thing I want to get off my chest. There's a scene. Where I almost vomited and oh, fainted yeah. at the same time. I got really worried. Actually, we all did. Like, I am horrified of clowns. Whenever Pennywise would show up, I'd avert my vision a bit. In this one scene, I was just there was no there was no way for I'm me to take my it. eyes off it. You know, it's like you can't even close your eyes and look away. Like I had, I only closed my eyes at one point because if you guys you saw the movie, you're listening to this. You remember the projection scene? That's actually the same scene. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I know because I literally looked at you I asked are you okay and you just did this hand motion like I'm going to throw up <laughs> yeah, yeah because that projection scene first of all the best scene of the movie amazing it honestly. was so well done I love it because not only does it not rely, rely on jump scares when there is a jump scare it doesn't just boop okay I'm gone I'm gone yeah no 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 it keeps going like it is not afraid to scare the living crap out of you like that thing where in the projection scene the the camera slide they yeah, the not the slides. camera slide the photo slide thing starts flashing a lot i only close my eyes because it's kind of hurting my eyes because it it was flashing really fast just black and yeah. white black and white but i saw the scene and i was just like oh no the face is changing again and oh yeah. no and i thought it was just gonna stay like that in the photo that's what we all expected hell no no we were just like no. oh no it's like, the thing that happened in the movie is that they knock over the projection like, this this will be better yeah let's there's break nothing the thing. there's nothing nothing happens for like a good three seconds mm-hmm. and then just out of the projection climbs out pennywise exactly like a huge pennywise like a giant you. fucking pennywise that takes up the entire garage and all i'm seeing is a giant clown and that's when i felt the food that I had eaten come up and I felt my blood sugar drop I felt all the (laughs) blood disappear from my body and I felt myself about to faint I also found out that that was the exact scene where a woman in the states, a 41 year old woman died I thought that was a rumor no that, that one that, was real? Because I remember there was real. something that someone faked. It was like, oh, someone died. No, no, no. There was a fake one. Like, there's some people that faked it out. Like, oh, there's been a few accounts of deaths during the... Yeah, no. yeah, This woman actually, like, that scene scared her to death. Like... Oh, shit. Like, <laughs> that's what how are, bad it was. Oh, man. But, like, I don't know how they could be held liable. It's just kind of no, like... No, no, no. Oh, they, they can't be held liable because they knew what they were getting into, you know? Yeah. This, Paying you know, the it's ticket. A, it's a scary movie. If you have the conditions or you just, you're prone to being, having these feelings when you're scared, yeah, yeah. probably don't watch the yeah, movie. Yeah, movies are very at-your-own-risk situations mm-hmm. where they're like, you, you can't sue a movie. Exactly. Because somebody died watching it, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like somebody tried to, to sue this one... Uh, Puerto Rican, uh, no, artist, you know, a residente. Oh, yeah. In a concert. He was doing a concert in the in the States, and some two college students drove over. They were they had a road trip to go watch this concert, and they had an accident, and they died. They both died in the accident on the road trip. Oh, and no. then the family of these two kids, they're, they're just like, nope, we're suing you for killing our kid. And it's like, I didn't tell them to come. 
Hello. You know, it was not my fault. Like I'm completely like I'm sorry that this happened to you. But remote situation. Yeah, it's like I'm sorry that this happened to you, but I can't be held liable for this. Uh huh. Yeah. So that's really unfortunate that someone was actually scared to death. So if you haven't seen the movie and you're still listening to spoilers because you don't plan on seeing the movie, but you want to know what happened, then definitely at your own risk. If you do get prone to getting a lot of anxiety, high blood pressure, this and that. Um, when you see a scary film, definitely don't watch this because this film is not afraid to scare really... Scare the shit uh, out of you. Exactly. You will be shitting yourself. Like, they, th- this movie is honestly, it's a masterpiece, the way that they they pulled everything together. I was so together. impressed. I left a movie theater as soon as the movie was over. I was just like, I have not enjoyed a horror film in so long the way that I enjoyed that horror film. Yeah, I was, I was like, it was a weird mix of feelings, as you guys could imagine for mm-hmm. me. It was... You know, because I was amazed at the quality of the movie, but I was also it was horrified. Premium. You know, it was 100%. It was beautiful, beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful. So Ugh. it's pretty funny because you love. It's like a love hate relationship. It really is. It's like someone who is like addicted to cocaine and they know it's killing them, but Good they Lord. take it anyway. So Stephen King. Exactly, Stephen King, <laughs> while he was writing it. Yeah. Oh my lord. And these kids' fears, like the fears mm-hmm. that they showed, like some of them were less intense than others. Naturally. Because it's like, you know... You oh, have... I'm afraid of clowns. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> you have this... No, because you have Beverly, who is scared of her father because it's some, you know, sexual abuse mm-hmm. going on there in the family. Mm-hmm. And then you have another kid who's just kind of scared of a painting. Exactly. He's you scared know? of painting. And then, who was the other kid? I forgot his name, but he looks like Freddie Highmore. Like, he was my favorite. He looks like Norman Bates. Okay. The kid with the, 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 with the placebos. Stutter. Oh, okay, no. Eddie, yeah. Eddie. Yes. Eddie. I love, first of all, I love that character. His I character he was, was amazing. And also his fear of germs and sickness. Yeah, he was a germaphobe. Derived you know? from his mother kind of keeping, lying to him and keeping him protected. It's like, oh, you have to get over your sickness. Keeping him inside the house, giving him medication he did not need. Exactly. And my one of my favorite scenes, aside from the projection scene, is just Eddie standing up to his mom, throwing the pills on the floor, and yelling, they were placebos. He's like, you, you know what these are? They're gazebos, and yeah. they're bullshit! Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was just, that, that, that whole scene was, was great, because you kind of get, everyone gets like this kind of sense of, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not scared anymore. Exactly. Everyone has that moment of... You know, I'm not scared of you. You can't control me. And they overcome their fears. And then it's a very important emotional thing that happens in real life. It's like, okay, you're dealing with this trauma, you're overcoming it, and you're doing it with the emotional support of your friends. Like, even Eddie, also another reason why I love Eddie, um, he was an example of when kids support each other, or just friends in general support each other more than their own parents, and they're looking out for each other. And it was just, it was a very real thing. And I commend all the child actors again. Their acting was phenomenal. And the writing, again, just really good. It really, it touched my heart. Yeah. I was, I was honestly scared that this movie was going to end up, like, showing some of the sexual abuse that was going on in the house. But I'm glad that they didn't. They got the point across without, like, pushing boundaries, you know? Um, I do like how everybody kind of, like, faced their fears. Like, mm-hmm. Beverly realized that her dad's not invincible, you know. Uh-huh. She, she hit him. You have uh, Eddie standing up to his mom. Mm-hmm. That's how he, you know, kind of got over. He's slowly getting over his yeah. his yeah. germophobia. You have, uh, that's it, actually. No, you have Mike, you know, he 
kills the bully that's bullying him. You know? Oh yeah. <laughs> like who and the bully just goes straight psycho, mm-hmm. which was really good. And then, which is honestly one of the plot holes that I think I don't know. I perceive it as a plot hole because why? No, it was more. Ju- it was more of a, a device to get Michael to yeah. to get Mike to. Face but his what fear. would be? I just. I have a lot of questions about Pennywise and his origins and his the entity itself. I'm very intrigued. Like yeah. I feel like there's a lot of story you can grab the, from that. From in in the it, mm-hmm. you you don't get much on Pennywise, and then you get a sense that he's not from Earth, obviously, but you don't understand it mm-hmm. until you start reading books like the the Dark Tower series. Yeah, you realize that every there's different you know, dimensions. Different dimensions that all kind of exist on the same plane of existence. Mm. And sometimes things can leak in and out, and then, you know, there's these energy forces that every dimension has. The same can be seen in can, The Mist, right? Yeah, you know, you get... You, you see the silver lights in The Mist. You see the mm-hmm. silver lights in a bunch of things. You see the silver lights in this movie. Yeah. You know, and they, and and they just don't explain it, but everybody can use this power for, for different things. And, mm-hmm. you know, a whole thing about it in, in Dark Towers that Pennywise is... Uh, enemy is the Red King mm-hmm. from, from the Dark Towers, you know, so even there, you know, you're realizing that he's not invisible. Yeah, which is also fascinating because it really expands this universe, and as you mentioned before, that they're planning on making an actual film franchise sort of a deal in a Stephen King universe. Yeah. I think that's great. Yeah. I understand, you know, a lot of people are really tired of, oh, so many universes, franchises, all this, which I totally understand, especially yeah. with the the monsters universe. Yeah, I'm glad that's that's dying. Yeah, hopefully that dies down. But I'm honestly ready to hit this universe head on because it sounds fascinating. Because a lot of the stories are different. Yeah, yeah, and the thing is, like, you can kind of get the different intensity levels of these different dimensions in the Stephen King universe. Because like, you have a story like It, which is thoroughly horrifying, and then you mm-hmm. have another one. I forgot the name of it, but it's about an evil laundry, like a washing machine that at what? one point grows legs and starts killing people, you know? So Don't this, do drugs, kids. This movie still exists, like, that book still exists in the mm-hmm. larger Stephen King universe, but it's one of these, like, lesser entities, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. That's just a fun little thing about it. Yeah, another thing before we go, yeah. um, I just would like to discuss. Um, I was rooting for, um, what's his name, Ben? The the kid with the who wrote the poem? Yeah, Chubby Kid, yes. Chubby Kid? I was rooting for him. Of course. We were all yeah. rooting for you, Ben. I had a little bit of confusion with him because he very clearly sexually assaults uh, <laughs> Beverly. He but just kissed kind of, her back to life, but like that's, really but he, Snow White. But that's not, you know, you don't know that that's going to work, you know? Yeah. You, you he just, just kinda, he was really desperate and in now, the moment. Because clearly now we know how to resuscitate someone. Mm-hmm. You grab them, you shake them a bit, say, hey, you there? And kiss them. Mm-hmm. That's that's how it goes. And then and then did he do that with every kid that was floating up there? Yeah, that's what I thought he was gonna did do. <laughs> I thought that all the kids were dead because they're kind of the rejects because they weren't afraid of Pennywise. And why are they floating? Can he, does he have to go ahead and kiss everyone? D- is it a whole emotional thing where he's transferring an emotional connection and bringing her back from the void? I don't know. What's is ben happening? Magic? Is Ben magic? I only apparently I only got through halfway of the audiobook. I didn't realize that. That's why I was like, oh, yeah, no, it ends here, which is fine. And then someone's like, there's more to this book. I was like, there's more to this book? I only got but to wait, this part. But wait, there's more. Of, I only got to this part of the audiobook. I got to listen to that. Or just read it. I saw it. I, at, I saw the book. I saw the paperback. Dude, that paperback's like three inches it's, thick. It's a, thick. 
It it's is a thick book. It's a thick book. T h i c c thick yeah. book. Boy, but yeah, eventually I'll get into that. Honestly. Um, but. Is- is in conclusion, it? I think that's it. Honestly, it's that's it it's a it? good, it's good, it's, it's a good movie. It's a beautiful movie, honestly. <laughs> it's that, a beautiful that definitely movie. Definitely gets the beautiful rating. Our watch list. Yes, I, we I changed the name. Things. We changed the name of the weekly. I had to approve to this list. name, even though I'm not totally so, convinced. It works, you know. So our watch list. What's on your watch list this week? Or what did you watch? What did you read? Well, we've been away for two weeks, so I've actually binged a lot. Yeah. I actually I binged Rick and Morty. I'm caught up. I'm currently binging BoJack Horseman. Of course. Jack Horseman is good. Um, I started Riverdale. Alright. I'm on episode one, and I'm not a huge fan of CWT teen dramas, but A, only, what, 11 episodes, 12 episodes? It's a short season. Yeah, it's a short So that kind of motivates me. B, the production value was really good, which surprised me. It looked like a movie. Actually, the, the people behind Riverdale are actually... They also have like their hand in Marvel, Netflix. Oh, really? So like, that makes sense so because it looks on, really good. Yeah, so there are people who work on both, which is why so, yeah. you know you get that certain I started level of quality that. from it. I started that. What else? I'm pretty sure I saw. I saw Glow. Sees it's from the same. It's on Netflix. Um, yeah. It's from the same writers as Orange Is the New Black. Right. It's only ten episodes. It's pretty funny. It's pretty good. It's not my favorite. No, I mean. The original series for Glow is like it's literally just women wrestling, which is you know it's a fun dumb thing, mm-hmm. and this is kind of just like look at their gritty origin story. Yeah, and but it's funny because the protagonist is Allison Brie. Yeah, who's the voice of Diane in Diane Bojack? In Bojack so it's pretty funny. Um, oh, and a read. I, those are the things I watched. The thing I'm currently reading, as you all may well know, on the Instagram, I got War, the Wonder Woman book, Warbringer, and I'm five chapters in, and it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Like it's so far, it's literally a Percy Jackson novel, but with but Wonder Woman. But Wonder Woman. Yeah. It's still good. I'm not saying it's bad, but it's pretty much a Percy Jackson novel. Like it has the same structure and everything. It's to be expected. I mean... Yeah, it's a novel. It's a YA novel, to be expected, but it, it was still good. Like, I'm enjoying it. I gotta finish it, obviously, so it, stay tuned. My opinion yeah. could change. I, during the hurricane, I didn't have, like, I literally didn't have any like anything I just, charged up. I'd, I had my iPad charged up, and I just literally downloaded, the day before the hurricane hit, I downloaded a shit ton of stuff for, on Netflix, no, and that was to. how I was held over i tried to and nothing really worked and then blah 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 a bunch of Mm -hmm. hurricane preparations but i did the old-fashioned way and Mm -hmm. i read a book Mm. actually i've been reading this book for a few months now i just haven't had it's a long book though it's it's a pretty it's thick thick, but the thing is i haven't had time to just sit down it's okay because it took me two years to read the first game of thrones book no exactly but i'm right now i'm reading sandman slim by Mm -hmm. richard cadre i don't know how to pronounce your last name right Mm -hmm. cadre looks right um, sounds actually, right. Actually, yeah, it looks, it sounds about right. I, it's a funny story. I sent him a friend request on Facebook, just thinking like, hey, well, whatever. He's not gonna do anything about that. And then like less than two hours later, he accepts my friend request, and I just had a little bit of a fangirl moment. Nice. So I mean, obviously, when I post this, I'm gonna tag him in it. Uh huh. Because I, I, I can. Absolutely. <laughs> Why not? You, but, you got a shout out, man. Yeah, I, you get you get a shout out. I was supposed to shout out a bunch of other artists and stuff that were amazing, but mm. I don't. I forgot to write it down. <laughs> so I'll start. I'll post them on the page and get, I'll post them yeah. on Facebook and yeah, yeah, yeah. Give them all 
Some lovin'. Some lovin'. But right now, the main thing... Oh, uh, I also saw The Tick. The what? The Amazon original series, The Tick, based off the comic book, The Tick. It is very good. I haven't been on... I have Amazon Prime, but I haven't been on Amazon Prime video in a while. You should definitely check it out. It's a very refreshing binge, because it's six episodes. Oh, that's easy. I can do that. Super short, 25-minute episodes. It follows, like... it, It runs through the story really well. Um... The characters are, are fun. You know, it's it's a superhero comedy series that still has the action. You know, you have a character that's like an anti-hero. But uh-huh. then you have like someone like the Tick who will break the fourth wall. Mm-hmm. Like without even knowing it. That's, I'm, I'm intrigued. You know? I'm, I'm, I'm in on this. And, okay. then, and then throughout this entire series, you're, you don't know if the Tick is even real. Like, you're watching this and you're just like, are you, like, nice. a manifestation of this guy's mind? It sounds like Birdman. It's, it's honestly, it's kind of like Birdman, but funny. You know? Legit. This, for, for a good while in this series, it was kind of bloodless. There's mm-hmm. not that much blood in it, honestly. It, it would even pass off as a kind of a gritty all-ages series. Okay. And it's really good. It's really funny. The writing's amazing. The writer on the series is the writer of the comics. Nice. So you have someone who's actually sticking to the story. Okay, that's probably why it's such good quality then. And you have uh, this guy who had his name here. He was in Shaun of the Dead. He was in Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. Uh, He's a tall British man. I had your name here. Oh, a tall British man in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Was it one or two? He was in the number one. In the number one, a tall British man. Give me a second. I'm looking up the name here. Okay. It is, I had the name. Peter Serafinowicz. Peter Serafinowicz. You've seen him before. He's a face that everyone remembers. I don't remember him. What? Oh, he's the security guard. Yeah, he's one of the guards, and he does a bunch of Not things. Not a security guard, but he's like one of the cops he's or a, whatever. Uh, he's one of the Nova Corps. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. know, and the series is amazing, and you have him doing an amazing American accent, which is hilarious. That's awesome. He's He lo- kind of looks like a British Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, he's, he's basically, yeah, he's basically that, like a British Seth MacFarlane, and Brilliant. he was actually in a movie with Seth MacFarlane recently. I forgot which one. Um, nice. But the series is really good. I definitely recommend that. That's about it? That's all I got. Uh, no, I see BoJack Horseman Season 4. I watched it. Amazing. I'm can't on Season spoil. 3 right now. Yeah, I can't spoil that because she's here. This one's here. Yeah, I'm, I'm in love with the series. I think it's really good. It's really smart. Like It's very good writing. It's smart. It's a good drama. It's not like Rick and Morty at all. Yeah, no, you watch the series and you're like, oh, this is... two very You're like, this shows. is so silly. The police officer is a cat. And then you have all this depression going on. You're, in the back of your mind, you're just like, huh, this is cute. But you're really, like, feeling the yeah, emotion it's, that it's... it's very good. Like, it's very real. It's rare that I cry watching an animated show. Mm-hmm. I've cried... I cried during this third season of, of BoJack Horseman. I got emotional yep. during this season, you know. It has a lot of, like, really hardcore moments um, with the characters and their emotional development, and it, get, it gets real. It is, it's a show with animals and humans, and there's a lot of discrepancies about the universe that they're living in, but it gets real. <laughs> no, exactly. You know, it, I think the one episode that she doesn't like is the one episode that won a... I think it won an Emmy. It pisses me off. It pisses me off more than a SpongeBob episode. The laws of physics do not apply here. I don't like it. The entire episode's underwater, and only some things 
are like actual laws of physics like oh yeah you know he can you can swim oh no i'm about to fall off this building you're underwater dude <laughs> you're, yeah exactly and then uh the the bourbon like gets out of his flask and yet you see you know waiters with champagne glasses well maybe it's like special what? water champagne that's like heavier than water and they can drink it you know? how is nothing else floating because something like I don't know. I mean, I imagine that they have like how technology. do they communicate? You saw how they communicate. They just gurgle. They have the. You saw how they communicate. The the tanks on their heads. They have the bubbles. So and they just gurgle. It's a different language. Are you being racist now? Oh, I get it now. They're saying you're saying Pacifica is Tokyo because that's how they portrayed it. That all the commercials were like the weird Japanese. Yeah, commercials. basically, like everything that, that goes on in in Pacific in. Pacific, Pacific Ocean City. Pacific Ocean City, one yeah. of those. Yeah, everything that goes on in there is just kind of their own culture, their own thing, very far away from land culture. Uh-huh. So then you have these people from the land mm-hmm. come in to visit and stuff, and it's just like, it's a wacky adventure that made me cry a bit. It's good, cry. it's good. I so screwed up a bit. That's basically been this week's episode. Yeah. You can find us on Facebook, oh, Beautiful shit. Losers. Yeah, beautiful, uh, facebook.com slash losers. And our Twitter is at BeLoserPod. For letters and questions on Twitter, use hashtag BeLoserPod, and we will not find it because she, we don't check the hashtags. I check it all the time, actually. You check it all the time? Yes. I don't. I always check the, the mentions. That's yeah. what I'm in charge of. Um, what was I going to say? She's reading directly off the page that I have written down. I'm tired. <laughs> so, I have a cold. Yeah, no. If you want to write us a letter, you want to write us a question, you can at us at BeLoserPod on Twitter. You can hashtag BeLoserPod on Twitter. Uh, my personal... Twitter is underscore mcoast. What's yours? It's at Mother Horisa. I had to think about it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The Instagram is Beautiful Losers Pod, and our Snapchat, which we rarely use, we were gonna use it for the for the it thing. But here's the problem: we didn't count on the it thing being in the middle of a you know island wide blackout due to a hurricane. Cell towers were down. We didn't have signal. Nothing was working. It was a miracle we were able to go see the movie. Yeah, exactly. So that was a discrepancy. Our Snapchat is at B Loser Pod. You can send us you know the letters that Mm -hmm. you know if you have a letter that's a little bit too long for a tweet, you can send it to us on the Gmail, beautifullosers_pod at gmail.com. And definitely check out our Instagram. Because we're actually quite active on the Instagram now. Yeah, no, exactly. We're on Instagram all the time. We're saying we're sending, we're taking selfies and and stuff. We're just we're, we're just doing Instagram things, doing and a, that is at Beautiful Losers Pod. A couple of cool dudes. And if you want to buy the original It movie, you could you can do it down on the Amazon affiliate link. Exactly. You know? Or if you want to buy the book, it's also or if you down want to there. Buy the book. I I'd say Plug. buy the book. Yeah, get it on audio, on Audible. Or if you wanted to get... We're not sponsored by Audible. But sponsored if you by go, Audible. If you, I hope. Brought to I you wish. by Audible. Audible, where you can get if, your first book free. If Honestly, can, if you guys... We don't have a, a, a link. It's we, just... We're, we're, we're not sponsored, but you could do a free trial on Audible and get the one free audiobook and have honestly, it be Stephen he, King's yeah, it. Hey, Audible, we're doing promo for you. Pay for us. Free. <laughs> um, yeah, and I mentioned at the top of the show that we... We're hit by the hurricane, and obviously we need the money. And now money is getting a lot more tight in the in our country. Yeah, because economic crisis. Economic crisis. And so, you know, anything that you can would help us. We have a patron mm-hmm. link where you can yep. become a patron of the show, which basically means that you sponsor us. There are different tiers of how much you can donate. And you get different benefits depending on how much you want, you know? Exactly. And so you can choose how much you want to spend and how much you want to get. Exactly. And there's also a GoFundMe down below where you go down there, you 
a uh, <clears throat> you donate as much as you can. You know, you um. Give me a second. Oh, people are back. Oh yeah, give me a second. Oh, cut this. I'm cutting all this out. Um, you <laughs> go to the to the GoFundMe. You donate as much as you want, and you automatically get entered into a Funko Pop giveaway contest. Where every dollar that you donate is an entry into the po- into the into the pot, I guess. Exactly, and you can win a Funko Pop. You can win a Funko Pop. All that is going to be down in the description. Um, we're going to wrap this up because we have to be somewhere. Exactly, we have places to be, people to see, things to do, and I gotta go that see is a, this week. I gotta go see a woman about an avocado. That's what oh, I got to do. Lord. <laughs> Anyways, bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. Bye.